WeMakeTheFunny.com presents Let's Chat Comedy. Hosted by K.L. Thomas. Hi, I'm K.L. Thomas, and I'm chatting up with Peter Michael Marino about Solocom. Hi, Peter. Well, hello, K.L. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Why, thank you. I think the last time we chat about Solocom was three or four years ago. It was. It was the very first Solocom, actually. It was... uh, so this year is going to be the fourth year, and so that was whatever four minus three years is. <laughs> I, I just perform. I don't do math. So all those math people out there can figure that out. So are you excited? We're heading into your fourth year, and you're still taking in submissions. Is there anything new or exciting we should look forward to? Uh, well, this year with the submissions, we're uh, encouraging people to um, – sort of think outside the box. We're encouraging people to break the mold, be bold. That's kind of our um, motto. It's unofficial, but it's my motto for Solocom this year is to be bold. Uh, you know, in the past three years, we've we've seen about uh, 270-something shows making their world premieres uh, here at the pit for Solocom. And I've seen like 250 of them probably or at least the first 10 minutes of 250 of them and i've seen some really way out there stuff so since we usually get about 180 to 200 submissions every year and we usually choose about 100 shows uh it's been getting harder and harder um so we thought this year let's just try to go for shows that are really breaking the mold of what people expect from, from a solo show. So for those who are still learning a little bit more about this festival, which is here at the Pit and Pit Loft this November, what exactly uh, are they expecting when they come to one? And then for people who are submitting, what besides being bold, like what else can you give them? Well, I think what makes it interesting for... Um, I think what makes it... I mean, it's for the audience, right? I mean, it's for the performer, of course, but like you can't really... Your comedy doesn't exist without an audience. Your art doesn't exist without an audience. Uh, and Solocom is uh, three rules, basically. It has to be solo. It has to be a comedy. And it has to be a world premiere. So, um, you know, don't submit your show idea uh, and then provide a link to when it was done in D.C. last year. Because then it's not a world premiere. <laughs> um, and then that, that really plays into what the audience should expect. I think what's great for the audience is that they know that they are vir- virgins. You know, they're seeing something for the very first time. So it's both like a high stakes and a low stakes festival at the same time. I guess high because there's a deadline, uh, high because you're, you're literally like birthing a new baby, but also low because... It's the first time, you know what I mean? It's okay. It's the first, like, hopefully this will be the beginning and then you'll, you'll take it, take it somewhere else. You know, um, I mean, when, when David Carl did, uh, Gary Busey's one man Hamlet, (laughs) (laughs) we love that show. It was the last show of the first year of solo com. So that was like show number 66. Uh, and uh, it was on a Sunday night at, you know, 11.30 at night. Because we were all younger then. We could do shows at 11.30 on a Sunday <laughs> night. And, uh, you know, I was exhausted, but I remembered as soon as it started, and I didn't know David uh, then, and as soon as it started, I said, oh my gosh, this is like really different and fun and unusual and crazy. I love this. Uh, and then, you know, wound up playing forever. <laughs> you know, 
So we want that to happen with everybody's show, you know? And the only way that's going to happen is if you just kind of like are accountable for the date and you do your work and you get it done and you bite the bullet and you get on stage and give it a go. And then hopefully everyone's like, you need to keep doing this. And then people do. So Peter, for um, the artists, since this is going into the fourth year, uh, and of course, the show you just mentioned is awesome, and I love it, and I, I want to see more of it. <laughs> um, for artists that are submitting, you tell them to be bold. Uh, what do you think is like going to be the best thing for them once they're here and what they're going to get out of the whole experience? So, like, you're looking for tips. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, I understand it's tricky because if you're, you know, how do you submit uh, material, uh, video, for example, for a show that hasn't been written yet. Well, like send us some great video of something you've already done. Uh, if you're part of like a lineup at uh, Caroline's and it's a five minute video and you come in at like the four minute and 10 second mark, like tell us that that would be great so that we're not watching all the other comedians wondering who you are. I think just being really specific about what you want to create as opposed to just being, I just want to do an improvised show with characters. You know, if you say, like, I want to do an improvised show with characters as the Poseidon is going down, that's certainly more intriguing for us when we're trying to pare down 200 submissions to 100. Um, we do ask this year on the submission form, uh, Tell us why your show breaks the mold. A lot of people haven't answered that question. We've already gotten about 100 submissions, and we've got like another week left. And usually they all come in the last week. So we'll probably get like another 100. Uh, and people just don't answer that question. And I just feel like it's like that's like the best question to answer. You know, you're, you're kind of like explaining like why you're different, you know. Um, and maybe it's how you use the audience. Maybe it's the subject matter. Maybe it's your use of multimedia. Uh, maybe it's... Um, the whole show is done in dance or, you know, uh, maybe it's about a, um, a political issue that no one else is talking about or a race issue or a gender issue or something um, that will break the mold. You know, it's not just what we expect from a solo show, which is often someone basically reliving a traumatic or life changing experience, which I think is great. But you have the opportunity here to make it a comedy so what makes it funny? You know, you might have had a horrible, horrible life experience involving I don't know what, but like how, how, have, you turn, how have you turned it around so that it's um, enlightening the audience but also making them laugh at the same time? I think that's the, the, the key to making a, a solo show work is that you're, you're revealing something about the human condition while revealing something about yourself and you're connecting with people and making them uh, laugh because they're entertained in some way. Also, I think uh, something we can remind people about SoloCom, uh, especially with artists and audiences, the community that comes out of it. Um, and being a solo artist can be difficult to find a community that gets you because we already know it's not just you putting it's you by yourself on stage. But there's so many people that help you to get there. And this I feel like this festival helps bring you around like-minded people and for audience members who love that kind of stuff. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit more about that and go into yeah, That's actually a really, really good point. I mean, you know, another thing that we asked this year that we haven't asked before on the application fee is uh, who is your director? 
Um, no, maybe you don't have one yet, but it will make you start thinking like, oh, a director is probably a good thing. And I, the best solo shows have directors. There, there's, there's a collaboration that goes on um, because your director is able to see things that you can't see. They're able to pull out the best in you that, you're, that you didn't know was there. They're able to help you clarify what you're trying to say. But yeah, I mean, for me personally, I love solo calm because it's it's put me in in communication with people who I normally wouldn't. Uh, uh, what's the word? I don't want to sound like I'm not going to see people's shows, but like I'm I'm not going to a lot of storytelling shows. But I've met a lot of storytellers through solo calm, and I'm very intrigued by their work now, and I do go to see their stuff now. And also, you know, because I've done a lot of festivals, uh, other uh, types of festivals around the world, the Adelaide Fringe and the Edinburgh Fringe quite a few times, and Orlando Fringe and Philly Fringe, it just keeps going. It's, there's so many fringes. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, a lot of people that I've met at those fringes come to debut something at SoloCon that they hope to bring back to other fringes. And that fringe community, especially the Canadian Association of Fringe Festivals, which we love, uh, you know, uh, they're very tight and very supportive. And you will be seeing these people for your entire summer if you're doing the Canadian Fringe. Uh, it's great to see how – it's great to see them on Facebook talking to each other where – you know, they didn't know who they were. They didn't know each other a year ago. And then they all kind of came together at SoloCom and, and found they had something in common or they had the same twisted sense of humor or whatever. And now they're supporting each other on the road as well. So the sense of community is, 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 is huge. Yeah. Yeah, it's great for the artists, I've noticed. Because um, I know with Canadian Fringe, I met so many people, even they're across the seas. But for like, as an audience member, sometimes... I will watch like a sketch group and I'll fall in love with an actor. So when I find out like, oh, they're doing their own thing at Solocom, I get so excited because I want to see what they do. And it's a great place to meet them and then maybe follow their work. So even as audience come in, uh, you just feel like the love and the energy. Do you want to tap into that a little bit more? Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, like I feel like it's the audience feels like they're part of something special because they're they're in on the inside. They're seeing it for the very first time. And, you know, the performer feeds off the audience's energy, so they come in excited. And uh, there just seems to be, I think, I, I mean, I don't know, it sounds kind of corny, but I just think there's just like a really um, positive vibe, like in the air. <laughs> uh, not in the air of where we are right now, because we're, <laughs> we're in the attic, which it's like, it's very dark and quiet today and a little stuffy. Um, but we like we opened the attic last year uh, here at the pit as like an alternative performance venue, and uh, there were some really crazy shows that went on up here. <laughs> um, weird fifteen minute shows, you know, uh, longer half hour, forty five minute shows, uh, immersive stuff, and a few of those actually have gone on to to play festivals. Um, but yeah, the energy, you do feel it everywhere you go. Like the performers feel it backstage. You feel it while you're in the audience. You feel it in the lobby. Um, you know, we use this space, uh, one, two, three, East 24th, um, the underground, the striker and the attic. And then, uh, we also use the loft across town on 29th street. Um, and, uh, we're doing something a little different this year where, um, we're bringing back, 
uh, we're calling it the Encore series. So folks who have done two or three, the last two or three solo comms that kind of have like embraced the spirit of the festival, we've invited them back to do uh, an encore of the show that they created at SoloCom. So they either are allowed to uh, encore that show or they're able to just create a brand new show. All of those people, their shows will be over at the loft. Um, so that's kind of like, it, we make it like a, it's like a destination then for people that are over here saying, oh, let's, you know, let's go see that show from two years ago that's back you know, in a totally new venue. Um, and we'll have panels over there. We always do panels every year. We have a, uh, uh, a panel on um, which fest next, um, which I totally stole from Edinburgh, which has, it's not called which fest next, which fest after, it's called something like that. But it's like a panel of people who have done a number of fringe festivals in talking about those festivals because not every festival is right for every show, you know, um, or venue. Or venue. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, so we'll have a few panels over there. We're going to do a PR panel, uh, a few weeks before, um, solo comms so that people can get a leg up on like how to do press releases for their shows and, um, start the energy early, I guess is what we're trying to do. Yeah. That's so fantastic. So everyone who's been listening, if you're an artist, submit. You still have a week. If you are uh, an audience member and you just want to come, uh, do you know when ticket sales will be up? Yeah. Actually, you can buy a $30 festival pass today, <laughs> which like gets you into any one of the 100 shows at any time that you want. Uh, and then the applications close at midnight on uh, the 14th of August, which is really soon. And uh, all that information is at the Pitt website. Fantastic. So go to Solocom, follow and go and support, be a part of the community. Is there other uh, like Facebook attachments or Twitters people can follow for this fabulous festival? Yeah, we just do a hashtag Solocom every year. Um, but um, you can always follow me at Blackout Pete. Uh, I'm happy to answer questions there. And we have a Facebook group as well, um, Solocom NYC on Facebook. You know, anyone who's interested in being a part of Solocom should just um, check out all the other festival pages. Just look up festivals, uh, performance theater festivals on Facebook and be amazed at how many opportunities there are out there to, tr to try stuff out or to, to bring polished stuff to and to actually maybe make some money doing it, which would be great. We like that. <laughs> we love money alright everyone so check out Solocom go to the Pit website to get more information also we're going to have Peter back later on right before the festival kicks off so you can maybe hear about some of the featured artists and all that good stuff thank you for listening thanks for listening to Let's Chat Comedy presented by WeMakeTheFunny.com you can follow WeMakeTheFunny.com on Twitter at WeMakeTheFunny and check out the website WeMakeTheFunny.com and sign up for our laugh letter that's right. It's the newsletter, but we call it the laugh letter. It's hilarious.